Cole. All right, well, so we got Audrey. Here. Okay, so we got you. And then there's Dono, that's me. Uh-huh. And then there's kind of the listeners. You know, all the people <laughs> listening to this. And so I'm thinking it's you and me and all of the people. And I don't know why I can't take my eyes <laughs> off of the uh, the questions. Because it's Radio Free Topic. I'm tired of it. It's I'm Audrey. Show about relationships. That was fun. I didn't. I don't actually know that song, so I was just kind of like, okay, cool. You don't know fucking Lifehouse? <laughs> I thought you were like a music head. I thought you DJed and you don't know Lifehouse? <laughs> what about, uh, uh, what's the other one they do? Hold on a second. Other Lifehouse song. <laughs> Just search Other Lifehouse song. Uh, hanging by a moment. Hanging by a moment here with you. Oh, maybe I do know that one. To change my life. It's more like, hey, on a mermaid head with, yeah. There Is that it? Go. Is yeah, that yeah, that's the intonation? Okay. So you know Lifehouse? I do know that particular Lifehouse song. <laughs> you well, would think a- I would be more into something called Lifehouse. You know what I mean? Because it's it like, what if it was like house music that gave you life? And it's kind of a fun, ironic name because it really is the polar opposite of house music. It makes you want right. to not dance. <laughs> it makes you want to be here with you and me and all of the people and not be able to take your eyes off somebody among those people. I'm coming in with a goofy intro. Please. Yes, tell me how you are, please, now. Because uh, th- this has sucked ass since we last recorded. Uh, other shows are going to do a better job. Abortion activists can tell yep. you more information. I'm just a fucking idiot. But I'm just to t- here to tell you I think we should take every Supreme Court justice and throw them into a novelty-sized blender. In Minecraft. And that's kind of where I'm uh, That's where I'm standing on this issue. Yeah. Fuck yeah. all of them. Fuck Joe Brandon. Fuck Nancy Pelosi. Fuck Donald Trump. Fuck them yeah. all. None of these people represent us. I, I hate them all. I want to. Yeah. It's you and me and all of the people except for these fucks. That's how I see it. That's Straight my up. outlook. Let's just get together in this fucking life house and make a better nation. We got to. Uh, the thing that I've been seeing a lot that's been giving me some hope is people who have been involved with abortion access networks this whole time coming in and saying like you this is not your katniss everdeen moment this is we have been preparing for this for years join up and shut up and fucking let's make this work and make this happen or real and so thank god for those people and a big salute to them i'm not even gonna make a lifehouse joke there that is unironically extremely important work yeah so bad so a, a legitimate salute to our heroes at the top of the show get involved however you can with that kind of network that's probably the best thing you can do and god willing stuff gets better somehow Somehow. Uh, i fucking hope i was thinking about this the other day there are some insane supreme court decisions in the history of this country right some truly some truly bizarre fucking things that the court has ruled on and I'm not an electoralist by any fucking stretch of the imagination, but a lot of that shit got rolled back eventually. In the meantime, people died and it was horrible. And that's where we are right now. We're in the horrible part. 
Uh, but hopefully, hopefully, you know, like King said, the long arc of history bends towards justice. Here's hoping. In the core of my being, I believe that you just get hit by the news like this sometimes. It just sucks right. the life out of you for a little bit. But right. we're doing our best to rally. And we're playing all, our small part by making the dumbest podcast of all time that also <laughs> talks about important topics like sex and relationship feelings. That's us. But in an accessible way because I make stupid two, mid-2000s rock jokes at the top of the show. <laughs> that's how we keep the energy up i'm very proud of you besides all that shit i'm doing all right I'm, yeah I'm, I'm back home i feel like i have been in a fugue state in like not a bad way just in like a whirlwind kind of way the past few weeks with the traveling it's been dry june we haven't really mm -hmm. been scheduling guests on account of i've been in different time zones uh but just a heads up, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my energy back. I'm messaging people. Uh, we got Rex King on the Patreon next week. Fucking yeah, yeah. heads up for that. That'll be good. We love her. Uh, and I'm booking some other people, so stay tuned. It's about yeah. to be, what was it, dry June? It's about to be soggy July. <laughs> sopping wet July. This show is going to be a sopping wet with guests, like a, a quarter of fried chicken in a paper bag. You're going to need a bar towel for sure. You're going to need a bar towel for sure. I could not agree more with you, Andrew. How have you been doing over there? I'm uh, doing pretty good. I'm awash in all kinds of feels. Uh, I had a fucking excellent Pride weekend. Uh, uh, went down to Cincinnati Pride, met up with some folks uh, that I've been wanting to see for a little bit. And it's good. Bunch of good things happening. Feeling great. We in that love regard. that. Yeah. It also does just boost your spirit to be around a lot of other cool people uh, yeah. who are fucking out there supporting human rights, basic decency, and being fucking cool. And, yeah. and, not and one celebrating. Pride so much to me is about fucking celebrating a thing that many people denigrate, right? They think shitty things about you based on who you are. You go, actually, it's extremely cool that I'm gay and we're going to party about it. So yes. fuck off. See you later. Uh, there were some, uh, as there always are, at every Pride event I've ever been to, there have been some dickheads with some signs uh, ch ch chanting about Jesus and whatever and what he's going to do to me when I die. Uh, uh -huh. And they were there were like three of them in total. Like three Christian counter protesters fucking Hell showed yeah. up to this thing. And they were we rolled up at like 1030 in the morning and they were already so angry. They were unintelligible on their fucking bullhorn. They couldn't you couldn't understand a fucking word they were saying. And everyone's just like, go home, go home, leave now. Stop playing uh, just the metal scat portions of corn songs on your megaphone. That's right. nonsense. <laughs> is what they fucking sound like. Uh, <laughs> uh, but in but yeah, a bad got, way. Yeah, I right. think Jonathan Davis might actually be cool. I can't remember. He could be. He might be cool. You know, I found out that Slayer is all Catholics. Did you know that? That's disappointing. They did like an anti-abortion song called Silent Scream. That's not metal at all. Slayer's, Fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, no, being anti-abortion is not metal. <laughs> no. That's some fucking squid shit. Slayer. Shouts to Minion Death Cult for educating me on that particular subject. Slayer, more like 
Life? Her? Giver? No. <laughs> no, nothing on that. Fuck them. I can they they suck so bad I can't even come up with like a fun joke. That's how that's how much they suck. That's true. You know what doesn't suck though, what? Audrey? What? You know what doesn't suck? What? Uh, doesn't a, suck. A sort of premium blend of Reddit questions in the question box. Yeah. Like a nice cup of joe with a splash of milk, and in this case the Reddit's the the fucking milk. Do you feel like people have been just paralyzed by shit going on in this country that they haven't written in? Do you think that's what's happening? It's possibly that. Uh, and and also it's dry June, you know? Yeah. Well. People got stuff going on. They're, you know, they're all desiccated because it's dry June. <laughs> and they just got to rehydrate by bathing in the flowing waters of Radio Free Tote Bag. And we're about to turn the tap on full blast. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> we're going to close out dry June by cranking both of those handles all the way to whichever way opens them. Sometimes it's opposites on each side. Right, Sometimes right. they both go the same way, which is very confusing. Yeah. And I'm not even going to mention Lifehouse one more time, and that's a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> or the two songs of theirs that I'm familiar with. Putting on the mommy here with you. That's right, because we're hanging on a moment here with you, the, the listener, listeners. who's sending questions. Do we want to do the Reddit ones first, or do we want to listener first? I, didn't I think, think we should that do the through. listener first, because there's a whole segment we do, and it begins the show. Yeah, we got to get the wheat, and then we can do the chafe. That's, that's it's pronounced chaff, but sure. Shit. Is it not the same thing as chafe? No, because it's chafing is with an E, and that's what happens to your crotch when you get uh, all sweaty and you go walking. And then chaff is the fucking seed pods and shit from the wheat. I thought maybe it was like, hey, we got a bunch of wheat stuck between our thighs. We got to separate. Don't it from stick the wheat between your thighs. <laughs> Listen, just this is the most place. important advice I can give you: do not put wheat between your thighs. I got a strong, le a strong legs. I could probably hold a whole bushel between them or however wheat comes in when you get it uh, from I think the it's source. sacks of grain and then it? It i like can a fit sack. a whole sack of grain between these thighs and we're going to separate it from the chafe right now that's what i was getting at and so first up wait no i gotta get the music and stuff in jesus right. oh i just lifted before this i admit it <laughs> i can <laughs> did it again you're gonna cop to it i appreciate your candor <laughs> but it's okay i've strengthened my body and now i will strengthen my mind by remembering uh what happens and so let's reach into the question wheat and see what we got but first a word from our sponsors ah hey there y'all it's me jason wade from the band lifehouse and i'm a huge fan of radio free tote bag and i know you're listening here too <laughs> <laughs> if you're anything like me, when you finish that episode each week, you're left in a sense of despair. You're hanging by a moment, just trying to find something to put in your ears to kind of just help you navigate the ups and downs of each day. Well, have I got good news for you? Because, uh, hey, you and me, we can head over, and all the people too, fuck it, we can head on over to patreon.com slash rftb. Uh, where you can get a bonus episode each week, plus a whole wheat sack full of episodes in the backlog. There's like 80 back there. No chaff, just wheat. Just wheat. 
That's the kind of things I always say. It's me, Jason Wade. Uh, anyhow, I got to go back to my origin, Los Angeles, California, and hang out with some cool alternative rock, post-grunge, and post-pop rock type folks since 1995 into the present. Anyway, that's me, Jason Wade, uh, Lifehouse. Hang on over to patreon.com slash RFTB. With you, nothing never lasts. Change my mind. It's the question box. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Still a little sick, so I can't go that high. Woo! Woo! <laughs> This is a question. Uh, the question. Grain sack? Is that what I said 30 that, seconds yeah, ago? Yeah, you said we're going to reach into the question grain, is what you said. And it's the question grain, the part of the show where you, the listener, can harvest your very own question from the question plant in your life, uh, separate it from the chaff, and send it to us, or we will answer it. Hey, I want to do that, you're saying? Well, it's real easy. Uh, you head on over to our social media at RFTBpod on Twitter and Instagram or our website, RFTB.me, as in you and me and all of the people. Uh, you don't have to make an account. It's anonymous. You just fucking smash that button, and then it goes to us. What could be better than that? And first up this week, here comes this one. Hi, hi, uh, Dono and Audrey. Hello. Hi, hi, back to you. I've been taking to heart your advice about not having to come every time you have sex, especially important as an AMAB person. However, I still feel like I've disappointed my partners if I don't dole out at least one gasm per partner per session. Ugh. I guess it's pretty deep in there. I appreciate whatever help you two have. I wonder if it's just a matter of like not doing it enough yet for it to not seem weird anymore if you've been doing one thing one way for so long then doing another thing another way is gonna feel a little odd i wonder if it's maybe just a lack of repetition yeah i think there's also just like a process of moving past that kind of like being disappointed with yourself feeling yeah because, like, we talk about this, we're not saying, like, hey, never try to make your partner come. Like, if that's or what you want to do. never come yourself. Yeah. If that's what you want to do, you fucking go after it. But the, the point we're kind of coming at is if you can't make that happen, it's not the end of the world. And getting right. caught up in shame and disappointment with yourself is just going to make it harder and complicate the issue and maybe make it less likely to happen in the future because you're losing, you know, confidence in all this. Uh, worried about not being able to do the thing. Uh, so yeah, like Audrey's saying, I think it is just something that takes a little time to, to work through and kind of move past that negative self-talk around it, but you can do it. Yeah. We got tips for doing it. For how to achieve or how to not achieve and be okay with it. Yeah. Just how to be okay with it, I guess. Like kind of how to get into that mindset, maybe your ways of approaching, uh, I think maybe more emphasis on foreplay and aftercare can contribute to a feeling of that being okay. Because if you get to have sex with somebody and then take the time to really connect 
emotionally and really get washed over with that oxytocin shit, really spend a lot of time talking and hanging out after. I think maybe that that can make that work a little better. Yeah. And get some talk about what, what worked and what didn't. Yeah. Kind of stuff that kind of guides you in the right direction a bit. What if they say, it didn't work for me that you didn't come? Oh, shit. <laughs> and you say checkmate and you flip over the board. That's what I that's what I do. Not bad. When I play sex chess or whatever the fuck this analogy is, mm-hmm. I'm saying. Also known as Monogamy the Board Game. <laughs> Check out the it was over Christmas Patreon the episode. Patreon episode. It's like Monopoly, but they get it, it's got mono in it, and so does monogamy. And wait, so why not mash them up into a board? Took us forever to get that as a board it really game did. title joke. It really did. Patreon.com slash RFTB. The guy from Lifehouse is subscribed. Why not you? Uh, okay, I got to fucking stop tangenting into that business. I like what you were saying about focusing on the aftercare part and the foreplay. Because uh, that is stuff that's like, even beyond focusing on the action, just focusing on like how it feels to be doing those things. As opposed yeah. to like, how am I going to make this orgasm happen? Like, I'm eating my partner's pussy right now, and that's pretty fucking cool. Like, <laughs> we're having this intimate moment. This is pretty great, you know. And just yeah. kind of like letting yourself experience that and like feel that that feels good instead of yeah. having your attention on uh, everybody's got to come the entire right. time. You should really take the effort to really hang on those moments. You're right. <laughs> now you're doing it. Damn it. <laughs> We've turned this podcast house into a life house. That's nothing. That's life pod. Life pod, a pod house, hanging on a podcast here with you. I don't know, fucking something like that. But listener, we appreciate you writing in with us, and good on you for, like, trying to practice this thing. Because that's what so much of this is. You can't just kind of, oh, I'm not going to shame myself for that anymore. Simple as. And then you're fine from then on out. Like, it's going to crop up sometimes. And it's just a matter of redirecting yourself to these things that we've been talking about, just feeling the experience, seeing how your partner's reacting, uh, instead of kind of being chasing after a a goal and having all your focus on that. So hang in there. Don't beat yourself up when these kind of shame feelings come up, but just, uh, you know, try to keep reminding yourself, "Eh, we're working on this. It's, it's, you know, normal to feel this a bit, but also I I ain't got to give it any... uh, any weight in my mind yeah don't uh don't overthink it which uh it feels like maybe you kind of are at this point just don't think just try not to consider it as a thing if somebody didn't if you didn't come specifically uh just don't even just you know just put it out of mind you're like oh that's fine or even consider like i'll just take care of that later no big deal that's fine for me or highlight like other things of uh you know the experience that were good yeah, that's huge. So, you got this. We support you and give you us updates. Uh, you know, as you're as you're making progress on this, but we're we're glad we could we could help you a bit with uh, with working on this thing because I know this is a big point of stress for lots of people, myself included in the past and sometimes still. But uh, we can we we stay working on it. We're improving our sex lives in the way we treat ourselves. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go.
All right, now the rest of these questions are fucking wild. We got a FF Final Fantasy ad explanation that somebody sent in. <laughs> uh, and then two questions that one of them, I, I think the person may have kind of stroked out at the end. Yep, that was pretty wild. I was going to read that one. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> hey, Donovan and Audrey. Hey! I'm a young, pre-30 guy surrounded by ladies who won't give me the time of day. Uh, right, right pointing bracket. Is that how you would describe that? I've heard it called a carrot, which is pretty funny. Yeah. Right. Carrot. I feel brutally isolated, comma, who at sign dollar sign RDP. And so I don't think this is another language that we can't decipher. I think this, maybe this person fell asleep mid question, head slamming the keyboard. New uh, Discord member Celeste suggested that it was perhaps them trying to run some type of command through the uh, prompts in the question box to take over the program somehow. Oh, like a like a fucking SQL injection type yeah, deal? Yeah, like, like a remote uh, <laughs> desktop thing. I've been known to wrangle the keys and code every once in a while. It doesn't look like that to me. Okay. But also, I am a mere data hound. I am no expert hacker. I work with SQL a lot, though, and I think SQL injection is like the common one you would do from like submitting something into a box like this that probably has a database component. And also, if you're going to SQL inject us, don't fucking fake us out with a question at the beginning. I think this person <laughs> passed out at their keyboard. Their mind was racked. They were feeling brutally isolated because they weren't getting the time of day by the honeys and it was like two in the morning and they just kind of conked out that's more uh, likely, i think here's we will work with this stub though you're feeling kind of low confidence you got these fine fine ladies all over the place and they're not even looking at you hate that it's as if it's you, uh, but not me or the rest of the people. It's as if it's just you, brutally isolated. <laughs> that kind of kind of deal. Here's the fucking deal with this this kind of thing. And I say this having been in this place myself. Like it's oh, yeah, a fucking tons. confidence thing. If you are feeling low confidence, if you are feeling like, oh, why won't anybody give me the time of day? Maybe it's that low confidence projecting out there, you know? Maybe you're not being, like, particularly social with people because you're in your head thinking you're going to die alone or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't know. It is dumb in the sense that brain shit like that is dumb and how it works so counterintuitively and you can just spiral into that hole. But you just got to let go of this shit, my friend. You can't be looking around and being like, why aren't any of these ladies talking to me? You got to be like, what do I do to be a person that people want to talk to? Yes. Or where do I find, you know, people who kind of resonate with me, who I, who I feel like I, I fit in and share things with, that maybe I can make that kind of connection there. I feel like that's so much of it. People have a tendency to try to force themselves into uh, social contexts that don't necessarily work for them. I find that this happens a lot, especially with people in high school. You're just, the people that you hang out with are just kind of the people that you fell in with and they don't necessarily match your vibe that you really want to have. Uh, the same thing can happen through college or through workplaces or through just who you, you know, letting yourself be tossed around by the random winds of chance and who you end up spending your time with. So maybe be more conscientious about who it is that you're choosing to give this energy to. Um, 
you know, and if nobody's if nobody's receptive to what you're putting out, then yeah, I think a vibe check might also be uh in order. You kind of figure out what kind of energy you're projecting and try to move that somehow. Yeah, towards, you know, what you're trying to project. Yeah. And like think about that stuff. Think about what matters to you. Like beyond, you know, just stuff that you're into and could share in common with people and like start a conversation with. Like, I don't know. What are your fucking thoughts on like relationships and, and dating and stuff? Like yeah. what does a good relationship look right? Sort that kind of stuff out. And the fucking kind of projecting it comes along the way as you try to work on those things and like engage with them in whatever way is meaningful to you. Start Straight doing up. some kind of exercise if that's a thing that would, you know, maybe bring you some fulfillment and kind of, I don't know, for me, that's always a good thing of like, if I'm feeling very alone or depressed and kind of uh, cut loose, buff, spinning, ah, oh, fuck, everything's doomed kind of feeling. When you start to like look at big picture and like, oh, fuck, how am I ever going to meet anybody? Like, I'm this big piece of shit. Nobody's ever going to notice me, whatever the fuck. Like, that's all such big stuff that you can't really take decisive action on. You can't yes. just like be like, oh, OK, I'm not going to do that. But finding something that like you care about that makes you feel good. Again, for me, this is weightlifting and just being like, oh, I'm going to go out there and do that thing. And I'm going to feel a little bit stronger afterwards. And like, that's a little step. But having that thing that you really can influence and like have some control over is a really empowering feeling. And as that kind of energy builds up and you feel better about yourself, it gets way fucking easier to do this stuff. And people are then interested in you because everybody's struggling with that same kind of stuff. Everybody's got whatever way that they reconcile being stuck in fucking reality and that they deal with that. Uh, and you kind of just got to find what that is for you and then find those people who are, who are like-minded there. So that's my big, like, self-crit, self-improvement thing to do. Just be it a project or lifting, just find fucking something that you care about, you can put some effort into, to take that mental energy away from stewing and thinking you're going to be alone forever. Yeah. That's no good. We got to get you out of that black hole. Yeah, that's, that's really the first step, is figuring out what you're passionate about and moving towards that. And, like, another thing that happens with people is you get real invested in what you're not into and what you don't like and it's important to know the things that you that you're not into but to then define yourself in opposition to those can be like yeah. a really bleak and negative path and i'm not you know there's no indication that that's what you're doing but evaluate whether or not that's what you're doing because i spent a long time being a hater uh when i could have been <laughs> a motivator you know what i'm saying me too woo that's what yeah, that's what i'm talking about fuck i'm hanging by a moment over here <laughs> another thing on this you're saying like feeling brutally isolated again just kind of there's been a your pandemic keyboard, for two fucking years too. yeah your keyboard exploded at the end here like we don't know the exact specifics but i'm imagining something like that i've felt that fucking isolation i've had and, stretches of depression where like i just don't hang out with people and i feel worse and worse and then you don't want to hang out with people at all and you're like why do i feel terrible and everything is bad and it's because you're just fucking stuck with your own bad thoughts in your head. And so it can be really hard to like break out of that cycle when you're feeling down. But like whatever friends you got in your life, you know, anybody you care about, that kind of stuff. And if you fucking have nobody, you're in a new city or something or just struggle to make friends, like 
see the earlier advice on kind of self-improvement kind of stuff and then just get out there and try to meet people in some way but if you got you know whatever friends in your life maybe even people you've lost touch with a little bit yeah uh, i find like trying to just check in on those relationships and, and people and see how they're doing and just spending time around people in whatever capacity you can that goes a long way it, it reminds you that you're not fucking alone and isolated and uh the life still goes on even when everything around you is looking pretty bleak sometimes that's really big the idea of rekindling with people you maybe lost contact with if there's somebody in your life that you're like damn i really miss them hit them the fuck up hit them up what's a lot the worst of times- that can happen somebody else is in that same boat and they're just like ah oh, but they probably don't want to hear from me or whatever and i don't yeah. know all kinds of stuff fizzles out because of that so the, the check-in goes a long way do recommend uh and also if you got more details on this recommend fucking writing in a little bit more i'm surprised there was no follow-up or anything maybe the whole computer exploded and this was the last thing that the computer sent could be Oh. All right, well, we got another kind of confusing one up over here, too. Hit me. Oh, yeah, you read that one. Uh, the first time we had sex, shortly after I entered her, she stopped me and asked me what my mom's name was. Did I get pickup artisted? This was three months ago, and I think about it often. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. What? Is that so he, a pickup artist move? He's like, you, you know, you're in missionary. You got your, your fucking legs are all spread out and you're fucking looking up at him. And he's like gently, carefully slides his unit into you and then goes, what's your mother's name? Well, no, she Fuck! asked, she asked this question asker what his mother's Wait. name was. It sounds like, or theirs. I don't think we got any gender on them. She stopped me. Oh, okay. And asked me what my mom's name was. <sighs> Shortly after I entered her. Okay, so you're okay. You're in missionary, and you gently <laughs> slide it. And she looks at me and goes, "What's your mother's name?" And you're like, "Ah, oh. ah, that's no good." But was okay. that was that the exact phrasing? Did she say, or did she say, "Who's your mommy?" Oh, yeah, big fucking difference. Big fucking big difference. fucking difference if, there. If she goes, "What is your mother? What is your mom's name?" <laughs> I mean, was the was the answer her, her name? Yeah. Then? <laughs> What's well, your what mom's way, name? It what way to drop so that. far on that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but so we're baffled on that too. Like that's a strange thing, or maybe a miscommunication. But get, did you get pickup artisted? Is that a is that a pickup artist move to have sex with somebody and halfway <laughs> be like, really- hey, what's your mom's name? I really don't know. Unless they're like trying to get your fucking uh, your security questions for your bank <laughs> website for your online banking. That's not a pickup artist. That's a thievery artist. Yeah. That's a identity theft artist. Yeah. A fraudster, if you will. A fraudster artist. Uh, but this was three months ago and you think about it often. I would. But was there a like what fucking happened after this? Yeah. Were you are you still dating? Out? <laughs> yeah. Did, was there any additional context? You can't just tell us this crazy shit and then be like, yeah. So what happened there? What happened know. there? I don't <laughs> know. I like more. it. Please do that more, <laughs> listeners. I like that. Leave me. You leave like us some mystery? baffling shit. 
they keep us guessing. Them listeners, they love to keep us guessing. I don't think you got pickup artists in. If I have to have a, a theory here, this is either just some fucking crank jokester original prankster type <laughs> and they're just pulling a big goof on you or it was miscommunication and they're trying to mommy dom you could be mommy dom could go either way uh, and if you're not into it you know that could be off-putting did you then tell them what your mom's name is <laughs> yeah <laughs> like did you, like susan yeah <laughs> like how did that go down wait but then this person she's or the question asker's hooking up with is also named Susan. And so oh. the hookup was like, oh, okay, they're into this. And the <laughs> question asker was like, why the fuck? Why'd they want to know my mom's name? I guess you would know the name of the person you were having sex with probably and that it's the same as your mom's name. I don't think that revelation would come out mid-coitus. <laughs> I'm just theorizing here. I'm just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Shit would stick. Depending on the viscosity of the depending. shit. Depending. Depending. Back in my poop knife days, I don't know if those things would have stuck. That was a goddamn bricks I was dropping. <laughs> it would put a hole through the dunk. wall. <laughs> it would stick in the sense that it would puncture a hole through the wall and cut, like a throwing <laughs> knife sort of situation. Like a long, blunt throwing you're knife. You're saying you're deucing coon eyes is what you're saying. That's right. I don't know. What the fuck does that mean? You don't know what kunai is? <laughs> no. Kunai is a, it's a Japanese oh, throwing knife. I thought you were talking about a raccoon's eye. What? No. And I, was like, and I would it never shaped refer to like one a, as a coon. And I was like, is it shaped like a blade or something? No. There's weird pupils out there. <laughs> that could be an effective weapon. If you threw in a raccoon eye at me, I'd run away. K-U-N-A-I. Okay. Oh, like a monster hunter. That had them. Right. Monster hunters have kunais. Is it not Q-N-I? I don't think it's Q-N-I. <laughs> I don't think you pronounce it like Cartman. <laughs> Listen, I'm just throwing shit at the wall over here and seeing what sticks <laughs> out in pronunciation town. All right, please, please give us more please details, details on this. Please. Uh, I want the whole story. Uh, I like where it's going. We just need some more details. Okay. Uh, and the rest of this is fucking Final Fantasy fourteen ad context. I think we just we just hit them at the same time. I think I just wrap them both up here. How do you okay. feel about that? That sounds good. Hi, Donovan and Audrey. Oh, hey! It's pronounced A-O-R-Z-A. A-O-R-Z-A. E-O-R-Z-A. The name from the hit game Final Fantasy fourteen. Followed up with, Hi, Donovan and Audrey. Okay. I sent the FF14 hey. ad. The FF14 ad is a classic meme, but you should play FF14. <laughs> It'll only take you 250 hours to get to the Endwalker expansion. It's better than FF11. Well, I know what I'm doing with the next 250 waking hours that I have. Right. I'm quitting my job. We're shutting down the podcast. I'm going all in. <laughs> on a it was dry June. It's about to be final July. There we go. <laughs> That's the last one. Do you know why they call it Final Fantasy? Because it's the last one? Squaresoft was about to go the fuck under, right? They were not doing great. And they were like, okay, one last shot. It's Final Fantasy. And they put out Final Fantasy and it fucking hits. (laughs) And they're like, oh, shit. Okay, let's just make sequels to this. I'm not sure how apocryphal that is, but this is the tale that has been handed down to me. 
I feel like they should have just gone with like final er fantasy, final est fantasy, final est fantasy, most fi- fantasies, most final, all of these things. Yes. I wish I could do the Titus laugh from FFX. That would be a fun cap to this, but uh, <laughs> yeah, wait, that's ha <laughs> Woo! All right. <laughs> we've, uh, so we've come to the uh, bottom of the bag of, uh, what would you Brain. call this? Wheat. It's kind of, uh, but kind of like art, artisanal, single source, family farm, question asker wheat. And now we're getting into the bad factory farm shit from the <laughs> GMO questions the, from the fucking uh, genetic hellscape that is Reddit slash R slash sex and, and relationships where we've got some more questions. We're taking it back old style the way we used to do the show and the way that we do it on the Patreon. We're still answering Reddit questions. Patreon.com slash RFDB. Do I and do I read this? I suppose so. You read the Final Fantasy. Yeah, I read the Final Fantasy stuff. Uh, And so I. Fuck! I closed the tab. Ah. Hold on. We're restoring it. It's back. I didn't even want to do that one. You were frustrated as fuck. Fuck. Uh, Okay. Here we go. Hookup left me a butt plug as a gift. (laughs) That's all. He's a glass blower by profession, and it's a custom, handmade piece. Fucking impressive. And I'm not sure how to non-awkwardly brag about it to my friends, lol. That was posted by Legally Cat. Legally Cat, you have to brag about it to the right group of friends. There yeah. are people in your life, I guarantee, that if you told them, hey, I hooked up with this dude and he gave me a custom glass butt plug, they're going to be like, that's fucking sick. Can I fucking see it? You got to see it because custom makes me think like this ain't just no standard butt plug glass. It's shaped like a wizard. Design. Yeah. It's it's uh, shaped like our, our dear friend <laughs> Jason Wade from the Los Angeles based band Lifehouse. A kind of a little statue figure with a flared base so it doesn't get stuck. <laughs> you don't want to get a Jason stuck in you. That's what we it's always true. say on this program. Voorhees or otherwise, of course. That's a particularly bad one. You ever have a hookup leave a gift, though? I thought this is kind of a, hey, discussion question. Maybe we have a good story. I don't know that I ever have. I have shown up. This is somewhat similar. I have shown up to a hookup wearing a butt plug. Ooh, that's a gift. That's a gift. That's a gift. Remember that the rest of your life, random hookup at that hotel that I went to with a butt plug in my butt. That goddamn gift. Uh, I'm like... Bought sex toys with a hookup, but that was kind of like an ongoing sure. thing. And the the left me a butt plug as a gift. Was this like the last time they hooked up? I thought that phrase, because I don't know. I've never yeah. been like, hey, this is the last time we're having sex. I'm going to leave you with a souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm moving to Phoenix and then just fucking... There's a butt plug on the fucking end table. (laughs) I want you to have my copy of Celebrating Birds with art from Wingspan. You would. I would do that, actually. If you're (laughs) hooking up with me and you want a bird book, (laughs) sign up. Pay it right at the question box. Patreon.com. Patreon.com. 
Yeah, I think that's kind of. I just like picked up some sex toys, but I don't know if I've if I've ever like left one with somebody. Maybe there's not much to this. I just kind of like the idea of a, a gift, a parting gift. And See, the butt plug's a pretty good one. Motherfuckers say that I'm psychotic for bringing a, a <laughs> gift to the date. <laughs> Leaving a gift post the fuck <laughs> is somehow okay. Well, okay. Imagine you show up at a date, then you're like, I brought a gift. Here's a butt plug. They're going to be like, what the fuck? We just met. But if you do <laughs> sure. that at the end, you're like, hey, we got this. This is bringing back the memories of the of the good times when this was in my butt. You know, it's, a, it's different. <laughs> Gift you know what the great thing about a butt plug is? What's that? Every, you know what the great thing about a butt plug is? What's that? Everybody's got butt. That's a good point. So, hey, if you've got, you got an occasion coming up where you need to bring a gift, you don't know what to get the person, butt everybody's plug. got a butt, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got to know. You got a fucking white elephant coming up? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Christmas time. <laughs> Would people try to avoid the butt plug, or do you think there'd be one person who like tries to get the butt plug, or multiple people? You'd think at least one person. A lot of people person. like butt plugs. They're pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Especially a custom handmade one. God Man, damn. Blown glass. Yeah. That's pretty rad. I never thought of that. I'm like glass blowers, cool. hey, they can make you a cool pipe or something. Or maybe a snow globe. But a butt plug. Not on my radar. That's true. Dilders, all kinds of shit. Yeah. Uh perhaps a effigy. Of a certain who? singer from who, who Los might Angeles, California. <laughs> <laughs> well, the stands, you can put them right next to your bed while you sleep. <laughs> Let's get another one. That was a hey. stub. Hey, I'm insecure about my height. Uh-oh. M22, 5'7", with a girl who is F-22 fighter jet. Fighter jet! Confirmed! Confirmed fighter jet. So my GF and I have great sex. She really enjoys it and loves to be manhandled and dominated. I'm pretty muscular and strong, so I have no problem tossing her around. However, I've always had an insecurity of being short and have unfortunately been around many shallow women who only ever wanted tall men. As much as my GF says she likes her sex and loves me, I feel so insecure about not being manly enough or dominant enough because of my height. I even get scared and I think she would leave me and like sex more with a man who is much taller than me. I mean, women are biologically programmed to want the biggest men. I know that this is entirely my insecurity and not rational. You nailed it there. But I don't know how I can overcome it. Even seen, having even seen porn and always seeing videos of six foot plus guys fucking five two girls, I just innately feel inferior despite doing fine in bed for my GF and being well built. Any advice? TLDR, really insecure about my height. It's making me unhappy in the relationship particularly as it is related to sex i realize this is entirely my problem but i can't cognitively get over the insecurity any advice appreciated posted by super Ezio 9 which is like Ezio from assassin's creed gets a mushroom and gets much bigger and then he can break any block simply by running through it Correct. kind of a game breaking power up but what can you say i just want to before we get into fucking this shit i just want to say by this guy's logic you remember the picture of like the queen or some shit and there was the 
the fucking big lad next to her, this big British, some kind of like Lord or some shit. The big Haas. It was a meme like two years ago, maybe. Do you remember the big boy? Look up a picture. Listener, pause if you don't remember this and look up a picture. Large Just get a sense of how big this fella is. Man, queen. Oh, yeah. You remember this guy? Oh, yeah. This man knows how the queen takes her tea and has become a favorite with her majesty. He is a large lad. The origin of an absolute unit was this man. And according to this person's logic, every fucking woman on the planet wants this guy more than anybody else in the world. Yeah. The biggest they wanna, guy. They want to unbutton that big jacket. <laughs> they want to tickle his his rosy little chin because he's the biggest man. Because he's the biggest man. <laughs> it's just not true. No, Jesus fucking Christ! And it sucks. Like how much of MRA type bullshit like this literally just comes from dudes being insecure and not being able to work through it themselves. Right. And a lot of that, too, is you've got all this fucking social pressure telling you you're a piece of shit unless you're the fucking manliest guy. Oh, no woman's going to fucking talk to you if you're 5'7". Shut the fuck up. You have what a girlfriend. What are you talking about? Right. Look, look fucking around the world. Ah, it's so bleak. It's so it's just dumb on the face. And it sucks that, like, that is the direction that so many fucking insecure dudes go into is, well, actually, okay, the problem is uh, the world is set against me because I'm 5'7". Yeah. And it's something immutable about myself that I cannot fucking change. Right. That I have to be insecure about. Like, everybody, there is somebody out there for everybody, no matter what you look like, no matter how tall you are, no matter how fat you are, no matter how, you know, whatever you got going on with your body, there is somebody out there for you, guaranteed. Somebody's craving your wave. And... To fixate on a immutable thing about yourself is so fucking misguided because there are so many things. I guarantee there are so many things wrong with you that are within your power <laughs> to change because that's true of everybody. For so like we should real. all just be working on the shit we can actually work on instead of being like nobody will ever date me because I'm not 6'2". Yeah, so better go be extremely depressing and violent and shitty on forums on the internet. Clearly that is the route to happiness yeah. It sucks. I feel for those people to a degree. Yeah. Fuck me, me them. Too. But also, fucking come on. Like, you're surrounded by this kind of shit. It just fucking poisons people. Add on that lack of access or fucking really much education on mental health and taking care of yourself and all of these things. It's bleak as hell. Uh, and I feel like somebody like this who is in a relationship and also doing it just goes to show like how unbeatable that kind of mentality is right. you're, you're not moving past that you are never going to be enough if you look at the world like that if you believe that's how the world is and then beyond all that that's just fucking not how it is and you can see in the comments multiple people being like what the fuck are you talking about biologic oh they're all biologically what the biggest boy right like, okay so our, our women are just fucking stupid animals apparently according to what this are dude. you talking about the thing that upsets me the most about this is he's like, I have a girlfriend who loves having sex with me. And yet. And yet. And yet. Is it that you want every girl to be into having sex with you? Because that's not how that works. Nobody, no one person has everybody interested in it. It's just stupid. It's just a if stupid If we go desire. into the fucking sight line of David Morgan Hewitt, the fella, the queen's buddy. Right. 
then it's all over. All, all relationships within visual range are dissolving. It's the <laughs> women move towards them like the gravity of a planet because of his sheer size. It's true. But so, yeah, it's not fucking that you're 5'7 that this is going to end. It's that you're acting like this and this is going to make you behave super fucking weird. Going to make you real insecure, going to make you unpleasant to be around, and it's going to make you unhappy. Why fucking just accept that? Why not, like, interrogate that even a little bit? And so you got to do that. You got to be comfortable with where you're at in the relationship. Could somebody come along and your partner's like, oh, I want that person. Yeah, sure. That fucking yeah. happens with relationships, but it's not a fucking mathematical formula. Oh, their height bigger than mine. And so it's over. Like, fuck off. Silly <laughs> shit. Much more likely to be the result of your insecurity and, and being a shit. So hopefully this person's takeaway from the comments and our thoughtful responses. Huh, I'm going to work on myself and not being so insecure and loving what I got and appreciating the, you know, the people in my life and all that, uh, as opposed to going deeper down the Reddit, the, the dark parts of Reddit, ugly, ugly snooze out there. The snooze <laughs> who live in the sewers, the snoozers, the snoozers, the MRA snoozers. Fuck. Hey, guess what? Uh-oh. Oh, no, not on the main feed. It's the BuzzFeed Quiz Swarm here on the main feed. Not on the main feed. Some of these listeners have bee allergies. <laughs> I was figuring since we were doing Reddit questions, maybe I hit you with my fucking questions from BuzzFeed. It's been a minute since we've done this. This is a segment. Uh, we alternate a special segment on the Patreon each week besides doing the Reddit questions. And this is certainly the one that frightens me the most because it always comes out of nowhere and that B sound. The B sound. <laughs> it's spooky. This she's a 10, but quiz will calculate your dating score. She's a 10, but it's not official because she hasn't taken this quiz yet. If you've oh. been scrolling through Twitter or TikTok in the past couple of days, there's a high probability that you've stumbled upon the she's a 10, but trend. Started off as a trend on TikTok where people would pose a hypothetical scenario in which somebody's a 10, but they have a weird or controversial quality that could potentially lower their rating. So the worst name of all time. <laughs> we've made Surging a on a grape beats the shit out of this. <laughs> uh, it'll calculate your rating. Note that you can also use this quiz to calculate someone else's rating, like a potential boyfriend, BFF, or whatever. Just keep that in mind while answering the questions below. Score will automatically be set to 10. Then, depending on which answers you click, points will be either added or subtracted. When you're done, we'll reveal the final score. Are you ready? Let's begin. Let's go. I'm a 10, and I keep, but I keep talking about birds and Lifehouse. Check off all these answers that apply. They're a 10, but all they... Right. Call their parents mommy and daddy. Do you call your parents mommy and daddy? No. Do you have two or more Tarantino film posters on your wall? No. Do you drink whole milk with dinner? <laughs> no. <laughs> do, you think, do you say things like doggo, adulting, or heckin'? Fuck no. Do you do fun runs with your family every Thanksgiving no! morning? <laughs> no. I'm a conscientious objector to that shit. <laughs> do you take your shoes off on a plane? Absolutely not. Do you call them babe after the first date? Now I'm moving over to the fucking 
moving over to the feed where I could see your face because I only got the one monitor. Do you, Donovan, with your human mouth, call somebody babe after the first date? Not after the first date, but that's definitely a word I can say way too much when I really like somebody. That's, true, that's relationship shit. That's not a first date shit. I do that too. Hey, after the first uh, date, I'm not calling you anything. No pet names except for something like Jason Wade. Just something light. <laughs> I keep having to tab over to Wikipedia to remember what this fucker's name is. That's so fucking funny. Uh, you're a 10, but you don't think Shrek is funny. Shrek's good. Shrek rips. Okay. Haven't read a book since high school. No, I, I was just reading a book. Fucking checkmate. Nice. Drive a Wonderful Dodge Charger. Life. No. Okay. Now it's time for redemption. <laughs> Check all the answers that apply. They're a 10, but they... Ask if you got home safely after a night out. Uh, yeah, I, I, somebody's walking home by themselves. I'd do that. Fill up a water bottle with cold water before bed. Yeah, I mean, I just always got the big fucking water bottle. I stay wet. That's what, <laughs> that's what you call it when you drink a lot of water. You're wet, I, I guess. I see. Have you read, you have read and loved their favorite book? Whose favorite book? It's book. hard to say. Like the the person who thinks I'm a ten, but they're right. favorite. Yes, I take book recommendations from, from if somebody recommends me a book, I'll check it out. Okay. Uh, it chose to adopt a pet. I did. You did do that. I did. Uh, they're a ten, but they <laughs> have a low snap score. Don't know what a snap score is. Oh, Jesus. Okay, how are you using this fucking meme from last week and you're talking about snap scores? That was the fucking, I don't even know if it's still on there, but on Snapchat, it used to be like, you'd get like a number based on how many snaps you've sent and received and, and stuff. That's so a fucking appear, deep cut. It would appear that having a low snap score is a positive in the eyes of this quiz writer. Ah, fuck. I used it a lot back in the day. I'll still snap to a couple people. I see. I see. Uh, get you a snack at the gas station or store, even though you said you didn't want anything. You got to nab a snack. A little backup, just in case. People are fickle. Oh, I don't want a snack. Five minutes later, I want a snack! Yes, they do do that. By people, I mean three-year-olds, I guess. <laughs> That's how they are. They're a 10, but they... Don't mention their ex on the first date. Yeah. Somebody brings up uh, past relationship stuff. I'll talk about it, but I'm not usually coming in like, yeah, I just got my heart broken. Yeah, that's not. And only you can fix it. (laughs) Split their meal with you when what they order looks better than what you ordered. Would I split my meal with somebody else if they were like, hey, yours looks better? Yeah, it seems bad. Not, a, it? not a fucking chance, dude. I'm sorry. I hate <laughs> that stuck. shit. You're fucking stuck. <laughs> I hate that shit. Doesn't talk about crypto. Oh, hell I yeah. I mean, I talk, I talk about it derogatory. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm not going into a date like, what do you think about ApeCoin? Oh, wow. This, this, this one, this last one's, this is too much. They're a 10, but they say they'll still love you if you were a worm. Fuck that question. Fuck that we were just talking about that a few weeks ago. Would you still love me if I was like a fish or whatever the fuck? Would you still love me if I was a slug? 
I don't do that business. Are I you see. ready to know what your dating score is? Yeah. You're a 17. 17 out of 10? Yeah. Uh, hey, they're a 17, but they co-host beloved relationship and dating advice radio free tote bag. That's an original twist on that meme from the Makes show. Makes them a 27. We've got our finger on the pulse of uh, the Webiverse. <laughs> We're hip with the kids. We're on TikTok. I am not on TikTok not on intentionally. TikTok, actually. I kind of want to get on TikTok. I okay. think I'd be successful. All right. I, I, I'd do the floss dance. <laughs> for like an hour that'd be that my much, thing with that much confidence i'd do i'd do the floss dance yeah dude i do the i can get on tiktok i do the fucking floss dance bro watch that's me. good that's way better confidence than i do the floss dance i'd do the floss dance <laughs> and now what if you flossed while flossing in my tiktok series i combine legendary meme the floss dance with oral hygiene activities this week it's the water pick. And Audrey's saying, yes, you should 100% make that channel. Our listens will go through the roof <laughs> when you connect I with was, the youth. I was doing, I was doing floss, but you're flossing your oh, teeth. Oh, top. Yeah. Okay. If you had a really long strand of floss and like maybe hooked up a couple like pulleys to your shoulders. <laughs> And kind of, woo! We can, yeah, we can make that happen. And there's a fucking, that's a TikTok right there. You would listener, fuck your gums up so bad. Listener, imagine you're scrolling through your talk feed and all of a sudden you see my ugly mug, rig, pulleys on my shoulders, like those little shoulder things, Napoleon, frilly. Epaulets. Epaulets! I got epaulette pulleys and I'm doing the floss dance and it's connected to my teeth and I am bleeding everywhere. Don't <laughs> fucking tell me you wouldn't smash that heart button. <laughs> Don't lie to me. I love how you're like ugly mug. You're like one of the most attractive people I've ever known. I'm a 17. What can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> well, what a fucking swarm that was. Good swarm. Good swarm. A good quiz. Not quite Henrietta tier. Right. If you want to find out what that's about, go on our Patreon. Any episode with a Henrietta Quiz Swarm. Off the goddamn rails. So funny. A legend in the BuzzFeed quiz community. That's true. She hasn't made anything new since that little run she went on in December of 2021. Fuck. You think COVID got her? <laughs> yep. <laughs> that would be fucking awful. That would uh, suck so bad. Damn. Well, no, actually, she was talking about a lot of fucking violence in those quizzes. So maybe, maybe she, finally she went down in like a gang fight. Yeah, she squared up to a fucking army or something. <laughs> Henrietta's got hands, but not enough hands for a, a whole battalion. I tell you what. <laughs> that would make sense to you if you subscribe to the Patreon. So please do that and support the show. Patreon.com slash RFTB. Boy, you got some cool guests, the episodes in the backlog. And you can support the show, which is huge. I also have one more request, Audrey, that we have not made in a while What's for that? people. Because I'm always like, hey, support the show, the Patreon. Uh, if you can't do that, and also just in general, it's a pretty cool thing to do. But hit us with those reviews. If yes. you give us five stars on iTunes, that's big. We got lots. The other specific thing I'm asking for, if you listen to us on Spotify, they have their own rankings in there and some shit. Now, I've given us five stars. 
I think we deserve. Uh, but it's like, hey, enough people haven't rated this yet, so nobody can see that you have five stars. And so I ask oh, you, listener on Spotify, rate us five stars so that it shows that we're five stars, please. That'd be I'm, pretty cool. All that, that shit gets now. us up in the rankings. We appreciate that. Uh, and buckle in for wet July. I'm going to go ham <laughs> on these guest bookings this week. We will be in the studio the whole time. No more recording on the floor of an 80s beach house. Good. What a fuck. Oh, wait, shout outs. Yeah, let's do that. Speaking uh, of at, Patreon. Yeah, $10 a month. Patreon.com slash RFTB. You give us $10 a month. We're going to shout out your name and we're going to do it like this. We're going to shout out our beloved day one Barb. We're going to shout out spreadable fruit. We're going to shout out our dear beloved friend, Daddy dylan we're gonna shout out dylan we're shouting out my dad from episode 105 the yellow rose of tote land we're gonna shout out our very good friend ryan rich homie click clack we're shouting out anthony limberg we are shouting out ren we're shouting out what's your fucking kick noise mickey fly kick <laughs> we're shouting out andy and we're shouting out new not to the patreon but to the ten dollar tier it's super deformed to fucking thank you shouts out to you we love you love it thank you so much for supporting us the ten dollar a month level of course we love you for that uh music you want to talk talk about music real quick yeah what you've been listening to recently (laughs) no (laughs) just kidding the radio free tote bag theme horn filters the love theme from rftb which you can find at soundcloud.com slash rftb search radio free tote bag on soundcloud find that shit listen to the music that put on patreon do it and our outro song is the song you and me by the band lifehouse you can find them in los angeles california no we're not getting a fucking dmca for that fucking song I don't know if it's worth it for fucking you and me. <laughs> oh, maybe it is. Or How is much it? Of it can we legally use? 30 seconds. And so the outro music is the song You and yeah. Me by the band Lifehouse. I got, I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> and you can find their music at... <laughs> I want to have a band camp. That'd be so funny. No, they got a fucking website, Audrey. You can find them at lifehousemusic.com, the official Lifehouse website. Check out our new merch shop. Can you imagine you're a teenager and you're real into Lifehouse and then you go spend time on their website? Do they have like forums and shit? Uh, they've got connect with a contact form, a bio. They've got a shop. Uh, they've got home. And that's pretty nice. They have this is a reasonably well designed website. This does a good okay. job, Lifehouse. With a reasonably well designed outfit of the one dude wearing a camo jacket and like a fucking ranger hat, like a forest ranger hat with a that's feather a in it. Yeah. <laughs> the feather really puts it over the really edge. Really fucking woo. And we I think we're gonna have to close out with a message from Lifehouse. We regret to announce we will not be joining the Goo Goo dolls. Remember oh, them? I do. On their 2021-22 summer tour. So that sucks. Head on over to googledolls.com. Uh you can request a refund. If any of you actually listen to Lifehouse and you're still listening to the show at this point, like this late into the episode, if you haven't switched over, please tell us. 
Yeah, Tell if us you some like, Lifehouse if like Lifehouse actually rips and I fucking hate you now, please let us know in the question box. If if you're part of the homies, that's what they call their fans. Lifehouse home homies. <laughs> okay, right? all right. Something like that. If you don't hey. hate Lifehouse songs, but besides you and me and hanging by a moment, right in. I'm really hanging by a moment right now. I'm gonna get right up on this <laughs> microphone like I have a tendency to do, and I'm gonna say I love you. Thanks, bye. Mm.